<laughs> I hate the holidays. You can leave that in, Paul. Hi, I'm Todd Nathanson. And I'm Lena Morgan. And it's our annual Christmas song versus song. Every, every holiday season, we pick out two holiday songs for all of you to argue over and for us to argue over. And this week, this year, this beautiful year, we are going to be doing Ariana Grande's Santa Tell Me versus Kelly Clarkson's Underneath the Tree. And we have a special Christmas gift in the studio today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, it's me. (laughs) No, not you, Lena. (laughs) No, I was saying gift. It's weird. You're a gift now. Yes. I I appreciate it. I I like to think of myself in those terms anyway. Um, Hi, I'm Mike the Snare. I'm here to mic the halls and deck the snare and (laughs) be festive and joyful and musical while doing it. Thank you both for having me on yet again. It's a Christmas miracle. And I, I figured we needed a little help on this one because when I announced the episode last uh, last episode, this upcoming episode, Lena looked into the camera with just the blankest face. Because what, what a Christmas insult. <laughs> oh, the- oh, oh, no, not these. Not new new Christmas songs. First of all, I didn't even know there were new Christmas songs. You can't, <laughs> I'm middle-aged. I don't have to know these things anymore. You're making me know things that I don't want to know. I don't have to know. I shouldn't know. Uh, I don't. When there's a million good things we could be doing, I feel like I recommended like a Harry Nilsson something last year. Like it was Harry Nilsson versus Joni Mitchell. Let me say this year. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not voting for that one. But if we if we're doing Christmas again next year, all I ask is that we do Hippopotamus for Christmas versus Dominic the Donkey. That's all I want. Versus what? Dominic the Donkey. Uh-uh. What What are you talking about? <laughs> The you Italian never heard that? Christmas donkey, come on. No. Jiggity jig. You've never heard of Underneath the Tree, but you've heard of whatever that is? is that by yes, like, of course. Is that by Father Guido Sarducci? Or, or? I'm, I'm <laughs> from the state of New Jersey, Todd. I know this is brand new information both to both you and the show. Take a shot of eggnog. <laughs> Good grief. Anyway, that would be fun. Uh, going into this, uh, we'll find out how fun this one actually is, but... I don't know. You name songs I'd never even heard of before. I know the artists, but I'm not going like, man, Christmas songs from the last decade. Woo! Yeah, believe it or not, they exist. They kept making them after 1995, which I don't get how. It feels like Mariah just ended the genre the same way that Beethoven ended symphonies. Like, we, we, we completed it. We solved it. Like, how do you make Christmas music? We, we, we did it. And yet, and yet, after 1995, they did, in fact, keep making Christmas songs. And let me say, these are like genuine hits, like real hits. In fact, we are not even at peak Christmas yet. That won't be for a few weeks. I'm looking at the Hot 100 right now. Uh, Underneath the Tree is at number 17. Uh, Santa Tell Me is at number 18. That's above Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. It's above White Christmas, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. It is Well, that's nonsense. <laughs> that's absolute nonsense. <laughs> you can't come for Darlene Love in this way. That's a crime. Oh, it's the U2 version. I don't know what that means. The YouTube but... version? The U2 version of Christmas Baby, oh. Please Come Home. 
For oh. a second, I thought you meant like a bunch of YouTubers no. covered yeah. it. And then that I also the heard YouTube. I was like, is this like some kind of pentatonix thing? No, What's no. Mm, yeah. Well, I was lying. I just, I, I apparently botched the joke. I just wanted to see Lena sputter in outrage. But be apoplectic because you know that Darlene Loves Christmas Baby Please Come Home is my favorite Christmas song. Yes. That is the best Christmas song of all time. Except, of course, for Ice Dance, the sad-ass song by Danny Elfman from Edward Scissorhands, the ultimate Christmas song. The best Christmas Duh. song is the new kids on the block have a funky, funky Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Another new I classic. Like, I feel like a lot of um, just getting in the soup of, of this era of Christmas music um, made me aware of some things, some, ter- <laughs> some, some terrible, terrible things that I suspect we may talk about in this episode. All right. Well, so this is all new to you, Lena. Which of the new Christmas classics, and like there is nothing else in that post-Mariah that even comes close to how big these two Christmas songs are, which of the two is your favorite? This sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you, everything about this sucks, but do you know what sucks the most? What? The fact that both of these songs are good. (laughs) That's the most annoying thing of all, is that after several listens, now look, it's entirely possible that I've been kidnapped, uh, mind, body, and soul by these two songs. I've been tricked into thinking they're good, but I think they're good. Uh, if we're going to judge, uh, which is the better Christmas song, which I feel is what we ought to do, uh, then to me, the more Christmassy of the songs is underneath the tree. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty undeniable. But so if that, is that your answer? Is that your final, final answer? Yeah, I'll, we can get into why later there, there are certain things that I consider when I consider what makes a good Christmas song. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to vote for one of the two of them. I'm giving it to Kelly Clarkson. But it was tough. All right. Nick, do you have a preference? I also have to put my vote for Underneath the Tree, which is funny because, Todd, when you first told me we were doing this, I looked at it and I was like, cool, I don't know what that song is. (laughs) And I had to look it up and I was like, oh, I've heard this in a mall somewhere, but I just never put it together that, oh, this was Kelly Clarkson and that this was like a hit, like an actual like hit song that people enjoyed on the same level as Santa Tell Me or even God forbid, All I Want for Christmas is You. And I think it's a good point that Lena brought up about like what makes a Christmassy song Christmassy. And I have my own things to that as well. And in fact, I'd say in some way Santa Tell Me does it better or is more Christmassy in a way that I like, but overall, underneath the tree, that's my final answer. All right. So we got two for underneath the tree here. Um, I guess I have to weigh in. Yeah, yeah you're gonna you you were gonna pick Kelly Clarkson, and now you're gonna switch because someone someone's gotta um, <laughs> someone's gotta take Ariana for the Grande record. Side you don't here. tell me how this works. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You are like what you are saying is that I you think I'm going to switch my th- thing to Santa Tell Me because you guys both picked Underneath the Tree. What is actually right. going to happen is I, I'm going to pick Santa Tell Me because Underneath the Tree fucking blows. I hate it. Wow. Hate it. Todd coming in with the steel chair. Oh, my uh, God. I, 
I'm, I can't. I can't believe this is not a hardcore match. I don't like <laughs> discussing Christmas never, songs, sir. Never been able to stand underneath the tree. I disliked it immediately, and I, I love Kelly Clarkson. I saw her this year in Vegas. It was it was great. Um, I'm You're all, just walking down the street, and there she was, and she was like, "Sup, Todd?" And you were like, "Hey, Kelly." You know, <laughs> it's, it's a funny thing because there were there were actual like um, TikToks of people like actually doing that. I was like, "Oh, hey, it's Kelly Clarkson." Right on the street there. I was like, yeah, it's me. And she sang a little. Kelly Clarkson does does win the regular degular award. Like, if we're if we're getting down the to regular like, who's the regular degular? That, like, like, who's the one that's a regular person? Like, you see him on the street, and everything's just like, oh, hey, that's like you just saw any human person on the street. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Don't I know you from somewhere? I'm Kelly Clarkson. Oh, no oh, shit. Yeah. Well, nice to see you. Merry Christmas. Bye. Yeah, the working like, class are, are, Christmas musician. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ariana Grande is is like being carried around in like a papoose of some kind, like <laughs> by her manservant. Man, yeah, yeah, like you recognize her and you're tranked immediately. <laughs> like, don't make eye contact with Ariana. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't know if any of this is true. I'm making all this up. It's all perception. It's all vibes. Yeah. I'm just saying one of them has a more approachable vibe, and I don't think I'm wrong. Did you listen to any of? Uh there are other Christmas songs, including the ones they did together. <laughs> Wait, ones? There was one that one, I heard that was the two of one, them. One, yes. I think I kind of think that like with their two big, their separate big hits, they are kind of coming for uh, maybe not coming for Mariah's crown, but like jockeying for like a second place, like being the princess of Christmas. Well, I don't think Santa Can't You Hear Me is going to be the one. I don't think that's it. That's that's the one they did together. No. Like, it's fine. I would put it below both of the songs they did independently, at least these two. Yeah. I think uh, the thing that I didn't know going in was, I mean, I kind of figured Kelly Clarkson for a, a real Christmas person. Mm-hmm. Right. She's got Christmas vibes. She she started on American Idol. The whole thing feels very much like, yeah. she, like, like, like she'd put out a Christmas album every couple of years. It seems like something she would do. And that's not meant as an insult it's just i think the direction that she came up in the way that she's grown as as an artist and as a public figure she seems like somebody who would do christmas records ariana grande that's a very different story and yet it turns out she's done a lot of christmas stuff not as much as kelly clarkson i don't know if that's possible but a lot a lot for what you would expect to come out of her which is almost nothing uh i'm not sure I don't know, for some for some reason, like even before that, like Ariana kind of st- struck me as a little Christmas. It may have been because she did the uh, the whole Mean Girls Jingle Bell Rock thing in the Thank You Next video. Oh, true. Yeah. Do you think she likes Dominic the Donkey? I bet she does. No one knows what you're fucking talking about. She, she might be I, more of a hippopotamus for Christmas girl. Oh, that could be. Yeah. She could want a hippopotamus for She's, Christmas. It's got more of that like musical theater energy Ariana used to like do theater a lot. She's in that new wicked movie. She's basically a theater kid. Yeah. And, and also once yeah. again, to be clear for anyone that doesn't know, hippopotamuses are deadly. <laughs> so I could just see her. So never mind this, this guy who she's like with the papoose and being, she's just, she's riding a hippo and then the hippo is just killing anybody that gets too close. I love this. Maybe love this. that's what's somebody, carrying somebody her Somebody draw yeah. this please. <laughs> Where's that fan art? All right, here's the, the 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 big difference I think between Kelly and Ariana's Christmas song. 
like obviously Kelly and Ariana have wildly different vibes, but the big difference is that Kelly is going for Christmas classic and Ariana sounds so much like 2014. It is such a pop song of its time. I I went and listened to the entire Ariana Christmas oeuvre, including the EP she made in 2013, 2014. She does. What's it called? What's it called? Do you have to make me say it? It's called Christmas and chill. Yeah, there we go. Because it's, because it's 2013. Anyway. Uh, Does she have a song there uh, called wit it this Christmas? Yeah. Wit it this Christmas. Oh no. Oh no. That's not that. that's nowhere near the worst thing that did not uh, of her Christmas sins. Is that the ukulele the one? Five. Is that the one with the ukulele? I don't think so. It, I mean, I I, I'd have to go either. back and re-listen. But let's say it's not a very ukulele collection of songs. <laughs> I just remember there's the one with the ukulele, and I'm like, I'm a defender of the ukulele, but even I was kind of like, this doesn't this doesn't work here. What's going on? All right. I, th- I think I want to pause here for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mike, Nick, Nick or Mike, whatever we call you. Yeah. Um, I want you to go to YouTube or Spotify and look up Ariana Grande last Christmas. All right. Going to YouTube.com, the famous site where you can subscribe to Mike the Snare and Todd the Shadows and song. Yes. No, you got uh, uh, subscribe to Todd because that's also where the um, song versus song episodes go. Not, not, they uh, do. we, some of them do so occasionally, but you okay. can get them on Spotify or All right. when you want to hear us talk or about wherever you're listening to this right now. Exactly. Yes, All right. Yeah. I have searched Ariana Grande last Christmas and, uh, at least get to the second last Christmas and, you know, tell me what you think. All right. Let's see. <laughs> oh, uh, if only, uh, hold on, I'm going to hit print screen here so that I can <laughs> preserve this moment forever. Do you want to explain what it is that you just heard? Can you explain it? Uh, ooh, it was, you know, the first bit of it, the first few seconds was like, okay, she's doing her own like diva take on it. Like, hell yeah, Ariana's got a great voice. She can sell it. Um, it was the trap beat flip with the, <laughs> the rascals that, uh, recalibrated my sense of self for a second there. I'd heard, I've heard that before, but wow. How are we not talking about that? How is that not her biggest Christmas hit? <laughs> a fine, a fine, fine, fine question. I don't know. Here's, here's another thing that I, I want to have as a discussion here. I, clearly, um, these two songs that we're talking about are amongst the, the better ones that they've done, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, Todd does not like Underneath the Tree, but... I, I listen I mean, to you. Can, you can you can acknowledge why it has a mainstream appeal, right? You understand of, why people yeah. like it. It does. It certainly um, sounds like Christmas. What is each of their respective worst Christmas songs? I mean, I, I think it has to be "Last Christmas" for Ariana. Um, oh, oh, I don't know about that. I mean, it has like the DJ Mustard, hey, 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 <laughs> in the background. <laughs> It's like when uh, uh, Justin Bieber did the little drummer boy version. With the Busta Rhymes verse, yes. With the Busta Rhymes verse. Yeah, it's like that, where it's like you take an established Christmas hit and you really try to make it modern to the point where it's like immediately dated the second that it comes out. Yeah, by by next year. Yeah. 
Well, I want to bring something to your attention on the Ariana front. Now, keep, keeping in mind that Ariana Grande is not technically the first person listed as the artist involved with this song, but she is one of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a song that features Ariana Grande, Megan Thee Stallion, and of course, everybody's favorite singer, Jimmy Fallon. Ugh. That's right. The song is called It Was a Masked Christmas. Oh, and it is a song about, about going and getting your COVID booster. And I'm really glad that I did not hear this song when it came out in 2021. Because had I, I might have spitefully been like, you know what? I'm not getting any COVID booster. I've decided it's better to die. <laughs> just to this spite is the, Jimmy This is the Fallon. end. I, like, uh, like, like, like life is a highway and I just found my off ramp. Bye. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I forgot about that. That's, that's rough. That's rough. Um, all of Kelly Clarkson's stuff for Christmas all kind of sounds the same to me. Like I watched her, the, the Christmas special where she, uh, debuted underneath the tree and it, she kind of sings everything kind of the same. It's not impressive. Uh, if I had to pick one, I would say is like worse than the others. It would be one more recent called Christmas Isn't Canceled, Just You. That's the one. That's the one. Here's the thing. I don't even know if it would say it's actually the worst one, like sonically, c- compositionally speaking. It's really just the title, isn't it? It is. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that the song itself is any great shake, but Christmas Isn't Canceled, Just You makes me do something I didn't think I was capable of hate Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) It's brief, Kelly. Don't worry. It's not like I kept on hating you, but like whenever I think of it, I do not feel good about you as a human being. Uh, Because I don't, at that point, it doesn't even matter what the song's actually about. I just immediately uh, can't cope, can't think about Kelly Clarkson, can't look at Kelly Clarkson. And that's rough because again, you know, I could see her walking down the Vegas Strip at any time. And what would I do? Anyway, it's bad. Those are really bad songs. Underneath the Tree just does not work for me at all just because it feels like I'm being hit with a hammer. Like, Mm. it's so loud. It is so loud, and it makes me feel like I'm in a commercial or like I'm there on Black Friday. Like, it feels like, I don't know, every time I hear it, I expect it to fade quietly immediately in two seconds so that some announcer can say is like Christmas is here at Old Navy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think so there's there's a real there's a specific delineation I make between these two songs I appreciate what you said the idea of the Christmas classic versus the uh, the like the new standard right like like an actual modern pop song but what I think is these songs uh, are both definitely Christmas songs but they've taken the two opposite sides of the extreme. On the one side, you've got Kelly Clarkson, who's all like, bing, bong, bing, bong. And then you've got Ariana Grande, which is all, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> And those are the two genders of Christmas. <laughs> I mean, well, they, they are both kind of about the same thing. Will my baby be, be there on Christmas? Yes, that's what a lot of, I feel that's like a lot of Christmas, Christmas songs are about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty common theme in, in in pop Christmas tunes. I feel like not only the production, but also the lyrics make Santa Tell Me kind of feel un Like, 
Hold on, let me let me let me pull that. I I uh, see what you mean because it's basically just like. What is it? Ariana singing about a boy who she wishes would like just be there and not flake on her, mm-hmm. which is like a lot of other art. Or, I, you know, it, it's like other songs that Ariana has made. This one just happens to be like she's asking Santa about it. Yeah. Santa, tell me if you're really there. Don't make me fall in love again. If he won't be here next year. Santa delivers toys. <laughs> what are you delivering talking a boy about? Toy. A boy toy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like imagine Santa being like, um, uh, do you need a, a train? I don't know what you this, want. This, from- this is a Wendy's. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't make you fall in love. That's, that's, that's not what I do. <laughs> I deliver toys. So it, it, it does feel like they have like maybe gotten confused about what Santa is or like maybe this was like meant to be a different song and then they just like jammed the word Santa in it like I don't know what you think Santa is Ariana but I I don't know I I like the production on this I like that it sounds exactly like 2014 I feel like we need Christmas songs of every era so that no matter what age you are you can feel nostalgic for at least some point in your life. That's why I'm a, like a big supporter of uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC because it sounds so much like the year it came out. It's also a jam. It is a jam. It's a fucking jam. Yeah. Well, let me take that back. I'm not going to listen to Ariana Grande's Last Christmas. That's a little too dated. Like it, 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 it does have to not suck first. But... <sighs> I don't know. Underneath the tree, I like. Can you guys tell me what you like about that? Because like for me, it feels just entirely redundant, and I, I don't really get what anyone really gets out of it. Like I don't get what this improves upon. I don't get what this adds to the Christmas canon. Is that the metric? I, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like I don't A- it, adds it, to the canon. I don't know. Like if it's gonna if I'm gonna have to hear it every goddamn year. Like it better be doing something like for I, I, I don't like it. it. It's overproduced. It's too loud. And but like, what do you like about it? What do you like? What Christmassy feelings do you get from listening to underneath the tree? Listen, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to reveal the ultimate metric because there's a lot of things that make a Christmas song a Christmas song. But the ultimate thing, the thing that really matters most is maybe something that uh People might not realize, but I assure you that I'm correct. And it is this. It all depends on how good they are to listen to while you're going grocery shopping (laughs) close to the holidays. To me, this is the most important thing because, look, there's there's a particular flavor of music that you're likely to hear when you go grocery shopping. That's just a fact. But once you get to like November 1st, that that kind of music is Christmas music. It's just Christmas music for a very, very long time. So you're going to hear certain ones over and over again. And it's not about necessarily it being something that adds to the canon. It just has to be something that makes you shake your booty a little bit when you're going down the aisles. I Listen, I have no shame here. Uh, I, nobody should feel ashamed if they're like me. I'm a grocery store dancer. I dance around. <laughs> When I'm at the grocery store, I think that's a very normal human thing to do. I think people who don't do it are weird. That's part of what wow. going to the grocery store makes it. That's what makes it fun. Yeah. Is the you dancing. Must, uh, you dance you... around, you sing along to the songs. And to me, 
underneath the tree is great for that. It's prime dancing around to the grocery store, like with your with your cart. Like if you can do some fucking grocery cart dancing, if you can back the truck up, like then it's landed. Yeah, it doesn't have to reinvent the wheel. It just has to be good at that. And I think underneath the tree is great at that. Yeah, I think I'll hop on that as well because both of these songs I think are fine but at the same time i'm not really like actively seeking to listen to them like i'm not gonna put them on my playlist like i'm not gonna pull like it's like lena said like i'm gonna just hear them at the mall or on the radio when i'm back home with family and i think that there is something that is more conventional about underneath the tree in that it is like to me it's really similar to the um What's the Mariah Carey one where the people are in the background are going Christmas, Christmas. All I want for Christmas is you. Well, no, they no. don't say it in that oh, song. No, no, there's, a, that's there's a, another like one. Chris, is that Christmas? Please come home. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, that, that's, it, the, it, that's the darling love song. Yeah, I, I, I know. Mariah it most of the song. Yeah, Chris. that one. Um, I know. I it really reminds me of that, especially like how the chords move in underneath the tree. But at the same time, it's for Christmas music specifically. And I'll get to exceptions because there are some like I love Sufjan Stevens Christmas music. I'm not going to hear it on the radio ever, which is very unfortunate. I would love to hear him sing about how he's a Christmas unicorn and then just all of a sudden start singing Joy Division. Um, but I think it's important. I think it's important to acknowledge that all Sufjan music is te- is technically Christmas music. I think it all counts. <laughs> He's the most, yeah. he's, he's like, he's, well, he's like the most Christian artist I listen to. And so if, by my standards, yeah, he's everything he does is a Christmas song. I can get down with that. Feels like he um, uses a lot of Christmas instruments, I guess. He can. Yeah. It's like a whimsical energy to a lot of yeah. his more famous music. Yeah. Uh, but, I like uh, his more restrained stuff, honestly, but yeah, I was just listening to the new record and it's I was not say, let's all just of it switch is over but, to talk about yeah. Javelin. Let's just talk about <laughs> Javelin for an go. hour. Here we go. <laughs> That's my Christmas um, gift to you. And by that, I mean, no, it's, we're not it's, it's, do his, that, it's his Christmas album about how his boyfriend's dead. Oh, 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 God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. And he sings a really downbeat oh. acoustic version of Blue Christmas. Um, <laughs> God. I'm really sorry, Sufjan. I'm a big fan. I, just, um, I said everything was a Christmas album of his, and then I realized what his most recent album was. Yeah, and I decided I was going to lean in. Yeah, so like I said, I've seen I've seen Kelly live. I'm always a big fan, but like something I'm I'm starting to realize is that I've always kind of thought she oversings. The best song off her first album was called "Beautiful Disaster." It also showed up on her second album as like a cover, a live like piano cover, and it is revelatory. Because she is dialing it back, which she doesn't do very often. And if she would like pull it back sometimes, she could like really have done some really amazing things. And underneath the tree, just feel I, I remember some fans would like sometimes nickname her Yelly Clarkson because she would yell too much. That's that's kind yeah, of never, how I feel it about it. Never the tree. feels like Ariana Grande's stretching. She <laughs> never overdoes it. Great comparison. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, I, I've always liked Ariana's voice. I feel like she is more willing to uh, not go over the top with it, or at least less often than Kelly. Like, yes, she does have a ridiculously large voice and a ridiculously tiny body, but she can she can pull it back. Also, I like Santa Tell Me because it's one of the few where I can really make out what she's saying. <laughs> 
Yeah, but Todd, does it have an alto sax? Is there any like... <laughs> no? No? There isn't. She's got some jingle bells in there to make it vaguely Christmassy. <laughs> Once again, like I said, that's that's her, the, her Christmas gender is... Yes. That's it. I, that's that's all she got. That's not Christmas enough for me. I, I feel like there was like a, a station back home that would play like Christmas versions of whatever their regular playlist was. And it'd just be exactly the same, except there'd be like sleigh bells ringing in the background. <laughs> like over like smells like the, teen the, spirit the, or the whatever. Love actually approach. I was going to say, yeah, the Christmas is all around us. Christmas is all around me. Yeah. It, Santa tells me does feel like the forced holiday Christmas Eve, Christmas number one version of a different song. And I, I fully admit that even though I prefer it underneath the tree was born. Christmas will die. Christmas <laughs> like it is never December 26th for underneath the tree. No, you know, Santa Claus loves that song, Todd. He does. Yeah. Big fan. He loves underneath the tree. It's one of his all time favorite Christmas songs. And is not a thing that I just made up right now. <laughs> anyway, let me re- let me switch over and plagiarize some stuff from Song Facts. Okay. <laughs> Wait, can I actually share one more thing? Even though I think Underneath the Tree is the better song, why I do like Santa Tell Me. Yeah, go ahead. Why do you like Santa Tell Me? There's a bit more melancholy to it. And me personally, I freaking love Christmas songs that acknowledge that the holidays can really suck sometimes or at least they can be very sad or they can be alone uh or lonely i should say with underneath the christmas tree the song and the production and the lyrics basically already assume that whoever kelly clarkson is singing about is gonna be under that tree like you don't build a production like that and then it's like oh he's not actually there sorry yeah, oh no, you not know? only is he there, he's been he's tied down there. <laughs> this is a this is a real bondage and discipline Christmas. <laughs> we all know it. He actually exactly. is the tree. I mean <laughs> like like, like like the kid in Scrooge, but an adult. Yeah, can I ask, like, why is he under the tree? Because he's because Santa yeah, she asked Santa for him. Because apparently in this year he's into just delivering people. I, yeah. I, I can like only the, see- the, the guy was already like walking over and Santa just came up and was like in the sack you go. <laughs> <laughs> Down the chimney, the whole nine yards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Underneath the tree, I can only imagine him, like, on the on the floor in ropes. Like, Merry yeah. Christmas. <laughs> but you are right that uh, underneath the tree is a lot more resolved, I guess. Like, if this were, like, a, like a, a Hallmark movie, underneath the tree would play at the ending, and Santa Tell Me would play after like the first act or maybe the second act. Exactly. Cause it's, I can't believe I'm going to make this comparison, but uh, are both of you familiar with the song run away with me by Carly Rae Jepsen? <laughs> um, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I realized I phrased that as a question, but then I was like in the middle of asking, I was like, wait, you both of you know what that is. <laughs> yes. What the hell? Um, a reason I like that song is because like the lyrics and everything don't make it feel like she has the guy that she wants to run away with. It's like still a question of like, will you do this with me? And Santa tell me gives me that same feeling of like, she's asking Santa for the guy. 
That doesn't mean she has the guy or that she will have the guy by the end. It's just a matter of like, we get to sit in the unresolved question of it all. And I like it when pop songs do that. I feel like there's a little bit more give and take with it as opposed to underneath the tree, which is just like she had him within the first second. Now we just get to celebrate it for the next like four minutes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she had him at ho ho to get it. Did you get my, yeah. Yeah. I got another one for you. I did this one on Twitter, but let's have it for the podcast. Carly Rae Jepsen, you know, she did that album, uh, the loneliest time. Mm hmm. And then she put out like the following album. It was called The Loveliest Time. time. Yeah. yeah. She should release a greatest hits album next and call it The Laziest Time. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Didn't she do a cover Check of Check out my Christmas? Twitter, everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I, you know, I'm a big Carly Rae fan. I never bothered to li- her, listen to her Christmas song. It was called uh, It's Not Christmas Till Someone Cries. Mm-hmm. I think she also did a cover of Last Christmas. Everyone has done a cover of Last Christmas. True. Yeah. Yep. And in fairness, that one is actually pretty good. It doesn't have a trap beat from what I remember. So it's already, it's already up what's, there. What's wrong with her? <laughs> a Carly Rae Jepsen song without a trap beat? <laughs> it's like Thanksgiving without the cranberries. What is the world coming the, to? What's even the point? <laughs> uh, are you listening to it right now, Todd? Were you looking it up? Yes, I was. Uh, that's it's, fair. It's, it's, it's Christmassy. I don't know. It's just the... Um, the title turned me off just like it did with uh, Christmas isn't canceled. Just you. Oh yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's absolutely the worst title that I've heard thus far. Um, although the, the other one about like, don't forget to mask or whatever it is, which is also equally like you, you've, you've managed to take a person that's completely pro masking <laughs> and make them be like, but should I be <laughs> um, like, screw this. I'm going to go lick some doorknobs. That's it. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't anyway. like the. Can I ask? Yeah, it's been like uh, almost thirty years since Mariah's uh, Christmas album came out, and Mariah is the queen of Christmas because she genuinely, truly loves Christmas. Has there been any song since that you can think of that you are like this deserves to be a Christmas classic that you've heard that you can even think of actually? Because like uh, I've seen like what, a new, are, you, are you saying like a new song? Because she wrote that song. Yeah, a new song since 1995. Because like I like it's these two songs that have come up since, and also Justin Bieber's Mistletoe. And I'm, I'm sorry, that song blows. That song is <laughs> terrible. Speaking like, of dated songs, "Shoddy with You." <laughs> Shoddy with you. That's what he says in the chorus. He's like, and oh, you, yeah. shoddy with you. It's so painfully 2010. I cannot <laughs> believe that's like, it doesn't like rank super high on the Hot 100 every Christmas, but it, it creeps in there sometimes, which is like, I'm sorry, how did we not flush this in the garbage? Ugh. I could never, even, even unironically, I could never get rid of the song that has shoddy with you in it. <laughs> Under the mistletoe. I hated it immediately. I'd, ra- I'd much rather listen to his drummer boy. Look, there, wow. not everybody can be Mannheim steamroller, okay? That's the first thing. Uh, in fact, I would argue really nobody but Mannheim steamroller can be Mannheim steamroller. That's actually a really hard thing to say. I regret it. Um, oh, wait. There is a, there, there is a new newer song on here. I don't know. This doesn't count, though. It's, it's Michael Buble's version of It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. Oh, and like Michael Buble did say, Michael Buble does not exist in our time period. He's like an illusion. He's from 
34 or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a really angry song called Happy Christmas, Row is Over, which is wow. about abortion. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody, uh, by Cherub Tree. Feel free to look that one up if you if you want to be angry for Christmas. Uh, if you've got a righteous Christmas you're looking forward to, um, there you go. There's my pick. I just found it today. <laughs> uh, my... Oh, oh, oh. I, listen, let's just let's let's get something out of the way. So you said that Mariah Carey genuinely loves Christmas. Yes. Do you think that that's the reason why that song is good? Well, why also she's one of the most talented. Song on is so, why is that song so good? That's that's the real question. I don't know. I just feel like it is like every Christmas song, every Christmas pop song rolled into one. Like it's the everything bagel of Christmas pop. Even if you don't like Mariah, even if you don't like Christmas, you have to love All I Want for Christmas is You. And like the fact that it has been beaten into the ground so hard over the last 10 years, like it has not dulled Mariah for me. Well, here's the here's the thing that I, I want to put into your into your 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 vision, which is the reason why Christmas music is made and why it has been made for like the last decade, let's say. Um, and. I don't mean to dismiss the possibility that some of the people recording legitimately like Christmas. Adina Menzel did a Christmas record. You know, the reason she did it is because she was like, well, I want to do Christmas standards. Mm -hmm. Barbara Streisand is allowed to do it. I'm allowed to do it. Uh, So like, this is is going to be the stupidest question in the entire universe, but it literally didn't occur to me. Are you, are are you saying Adina Menzel is Jewish? Yes. Yes. It's really obvious, but but I never actually checked. Okay. We've really, so like we, We've talked about this in previous Christmas episodes, but like a lot of the the great Christmas pop standards are are are, are written by Jewish performers, Jewish composers. Um, but you know, so like to me, like there's plenty of reasons why people might want to do a Christmas song. But the biggest reason why it would actually happen is uh, money, because the thing is, um, records uh, don't really sell anymore. People don't really go out and buy physical media. Except for Christmas records. That's like the thing, like, oh shit, like, I don't know what to get this person, my this member of my, I don't know what to get mom. Well, I like Ariana Grande. She did a Christmas album. Happy Christmas, mom. You know, and also it occurred to me, probably even in the last couple of years, probably some spite buying going on too, right? Like how long do you think people have been like, they're trying to steal Christmas from us? <laughs> I'm going to fight that with, cons- with with rampant consumerism. Like, Are you saying they're pulling a uh, try that in a small town, but for Christmas? Yes, I'm like saying, five. yes. It's a try that in a, it's tr- it's try that in a small Christmas town. That makes me wonder, has any Christmas or any artist who has done Christmas music tried to push that bandwagon of like, they're coming to steal Christmas, buy my record to. I'm sure that, ex- that has to exist. But like, any of the, are any of them successful at it, though? Like, I don't know, Chris Rock's probably done Christmas music, but like, he's not getting on the charts anytime soon. <laughs> no, but like, I don't, again, like, there's a question of how much money is attempt, like, who are we making money for? Like, what is required in order for the thing to be worthwhile, right? Like, I think it depends on the artist, like, who they're trying to reach, how much work they put into putting the song out. Like, if, if Kid Rock is doing a Fuck Y'all, It's Christmas mm-hmm. Kid Rock song. Uh, I was trying to figure out a way to do it in a Kid Rock way. I decided not to. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I just like how many people is he trying to reach? Does does he really need to hit that many? Or like does he get to just like sell it at some like pro bass fishing place? Right next as to the ex- new Garth as, Brooks album. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. That's yeah. the reference I was making. <laughs> like I like he'll probably do just fine. I think that maybe necessarily people don't want to actually have the Christmas song be about how they're trying to steal Christmas. I think just I bought a Christmas album. Fuck you. It's implied in the in the Christmas of it all. Like, I bet you a bunch of people buy like their their nieces and nephews Christmas stuff because they're like, take this, you heathen. And I think that that's probably been going on since forever. Somebody did that to Dina Menzel, and I went in a wildly surprising direction. But I don't know. I it is really because it really that's it. Money is the reason why. I guess anything gets made, but like, especially Christmas stuff. And I don't know how true that was. I don't like Mariah Carey was making money doing other things. Right. Whereas like now it's like, Oh, we need a, we need a little more money put out a Christmas record. We know that it'll, that it'll sell a decent amount and we don't have to put a lot of effort in. We don't even necessarily have to, we could do all standards because they're in the public domain. It costs us nothing really. So like costs are low, profits are high. I think that's that's part of why to get back around to Todd's question, like, is there any song after this Mariah Carey one? My answer is no. And I think that like at least not a mainstream thing. And I think it's because they're not there to be good. They're there to be good enough. Yeah. yeah I'm uh, the, the, one, the commercialization I, of Christmas. Yeah. Cheap can't Christmas believe albums. it. I can't Who believe they commercialized Christmas. <laughs> I was thinking the only one that sticks out in my head in the past 30 years would be something from the Polar Express. Either the main jingle of like the da, 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 on the Polar Express or the one that Josh Groban did. But even then, like, I can't fully say that those are on the same level as all I want for Christmas is you. Like, I mean, I I'd stick up for uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays for in, by NSYNC. That's that's post Mariah. True. What was that? Nineteen ninety nine, right? Yeah, but like that's that's my big problem with the the Kelly Clarkson, the entire album is it's just basically just the bunch of standard cupboards plus underneath the tree, and it's just like it doesn't feel particularly inspired or particularly uh, anything other than mercenary. And again, I love Kelly, but. Well, Christmas isn't canceled. Just you feels like <laughs> choose your politics, and you could apply it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like it's either a song about how canceling is real and you're not going to cancel my Christmas or it's canceling isn't real at all. It's bullshit. However, you (laughs) asshole are canceled from my life. Get out. (laughs) Right. It doesn't. So whatever you read on it is correct. Enjoy. Tell you, I people were listing other pop diva Christmas songs on there, like an awful Gwen Stefani one with Blake Shelton. (laughs) Oh, wait, didn't they put out like a whole record? The the two of them. Yeah, I think so. I I took one listen. I was like, nope. Um, Someone suggested Christmas Tree by Lady Gaga, which she put out at the end of 2008, right as she was becoming famous. And it sounds like someone doing a parody of Lady Gaga at the time, like a really crappy radio DJ parody of L- Lady Gaga. There is uh, Taylor Swift. Well, he Swi- goes directly on Dr. Demento's. Like, yeah. Oh, it's like, what if Lady Gaga did a Christmas song? I think it would go a little like this. <laughs> Taylor Swift has one called Christmas Tree Farm, which is just. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's just like. 
she grew up on a Christmas tree farm. That is a thing she did. So that's why she wrote about it. But like, I don't care about like the farming part of it. It's like a song called Christmas Light Factory. I, I don't get it. Well, specific can be good. I don't know if it can be good in a Christmas song. Although, again, Dominic the Donkey seems pretty specific. And <laughs> people other than you, Todd, do know that song. And how dare All right, you? if you say so. All, all right. By the way, I do now remember um, what that Kelly Clarkson song sounds like, the, the Christmas isn't canceled, just you. Because it sounds like exactly the artist you would think would record a song like that. It doesn't sound like Kelly Clarkson. It sounds, it sounds like a like Megan, Megan Trainor song. song. Yep. That is the, the second you said I knew where that was going. Yeah, that that's a Megan. Like I can't like you listen to it and you're like, I mean, the persons who's singing can sing well. So it can't be Megan Trainor. But <laughs> like it does have that vibe. It does have that that Megan Trainor like Megan Trainor put out her first uh, Christmas album like last year which was really shocking to me because I had just assumed she had put one out every year since she got famous and probably earlier. But yeah, anyway, we've been talking for a little bit. We sure have. Oops. <laughs> Not even All much right. about these songs, um, but it was important. We had to talk about modern Christmas music. Would you believe yeah. it's about money, folks? <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Do you want to? This is so weird. Doing the questions always feels wrong, but we could do At Christmas. Yeah, like they feel like Christmas songs don't. But you know what? We're going to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> we ask these four questions. They're questions that hopefully take all of the nonsense that we've said over the course of the podcast and make it make sense. Uh, first question. One of these songs is going to disappear. It's going to vanish like it never existed at all. Like it's Marty McFly off of a photo in Back to the Future. But one of them is going to stay. And the question is, which one has to stay? Mike the Snare, for the culture, which one has oh. to stay? Which one is more important to the culture? Well, it's like, I really want to say underneath the tree, but at the same time, if that song were to go, nothing changes. Yeah. Right? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing changes. And it's fine that nothing changes. It doesn't have to change anything, but... Like, at the very least, if Santa Tell Me left, like, one thing would change, you know? Like, it would be yeah. like a yesterday situation where, like, oh, you pluck the Beatles out and, like, all these things change. If Santa Tell Me were to be plucked out, like, one thing would be changed at least. Underneath the tree, even though I like it more, nothing would change. So, yeah, Santa Tell Me, for the culture. Yeah, I, I would say for Ariana, because I'm not really so sure any of the other songs I've heard her perform that are Christmas songs are, like, good per se um this is the best one she's got so for for you ariana Mm. because we're such big fans of each other um i'm gonna let you have it i would say i my instinct is to say santa tell me but like i would want to revisit this question in like 30 years so i can see which one has had the more most covers because it could be like a last Christmas situation where there's like a ton of versions of it, of either of these. But I don't know which one I would guess. I feel like Underneath the Tree is a little less coverable. I feel like they're, we're going to get more Santa Tells Me, Santa Tell Me, Santa Tell Me's than Kelly Clarkson's. I don't know. I'm not sure I agree with that. I'm not sure we're going to get many of either, to be honest with you. <laughs> But we'll see. I mean, that's that's part of the reason why you create an original is the hopes that someone will cover it so you get to make more money on the back end. 
Yeah. But Ariana and Kelly hit the jackpot. You get a hit Christmas song and you live off of that forever, mm. which is which is good because Kelly needs that for her uh, alimony payments, which she was very bitter about when I saw her in Vegas. Uh, when she walked up to you and she was like, I can't believe I have to pay you. No, alimony. at the, at the concert with a, in, in the entire theater, she was uh, she is the most divorced woman I have ever seen in my entire well, life. Well, that, that's that that Christmas isn't canceled. Just isn't that about that guy? I mean, maybe I'm making that up. I thought that was a kind of a divorce song, low key. <laughs> it's almost certainly she's got a lot of feelings about that divorce. Damn. Although uh, Ariana's divorced now, or at least uh, about to be. So who knows? She may make her own Christmas isn't canceled soon enough. Yeah, well, she'll cover. She'll cover cover Kelly's. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, okay question number two uh, you could be a fly on the wall experience soup to nuts the entire creation of one and only one of these two uh, important to the canon as we've previously established uh, songs which is the one that you want to see how the sausage gets made the, the only thing that might be interesting to me is that I could see Kelly filming her Christmas special with all, all her guest stars and stuff but uh, it's it's got to be Santa tell me I just want to know if this was in fact not a Christmas song at any point in its gestation. I like that. It's a way better answer than why I'm picking Ariana, which truly is that I had a buddy who was working a concert and doing costume work and Ariana Grande was being carried around like a baby. And now I (laughs) desperately want to know if that's a weird thing about her always, or if there was some specific reason why it happened at the concert. I wanted her to be singing in the studio in a papoose held by a grown man. That's that's what I want. I want it so bad. Oh, I might change my answer to Santa Tell Me just for that. Oh, God. I know. You know what? I'm going to stick with underneath the tree just because uh, complain about it being like overproduced or like the, you know, so much going on with it. But I, I the recording nut in me does love songs like that. And I would like to see just like how did they all put it together and make it not sound like complete garbage or at least as teetering as close to a complete garbage as you could. So I'll say underneath the tree for that. All right. Question number three, Megan the stallion. <laughs> She's going to get up to a night of hot girl shit. Uh, apparently. Uh, and I guess it's the night of Christmas, hot girl shit, cold Christmas girl party. shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. which, which one of these two songs? Okay. Let's, that's how we'll do it. Meg demands that one of these songs be played at a Christmas party. Which one is she picking? This feels pretty obvious. Does it? Yeah. I don't really see. I mean, like, I'm sure she likes Kelly Clarkson fine, but like. She's done a lot more work with One, one of them feels more modern. And yeah, she, I mean, I guess what she would be demanding would be that everybody mask up and get their boosters. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would think I would take Ariana on this. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's more of a jam, I think. Although now I'm thinking about like I didn't check to see if 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 Meg has done any other Christmas songs. I was thinking about um uh a, a rapper I like named Flo Millie. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, Flo Millie's gotta get into the Santa stuff because like every album she puts out has the word ho in the title. <laughs> like, ho, why is you here? You still hear ho. I'm like, I don't know, just put out one that's just ho ho ho. Right. Have a have a ho Millie Christmas. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. Flo Millie, if you're listening to this podcast, and gosh, I hope you are. I'm a big fan. Um, this is your opportunity. Make a Christmas record. That's money in the bank. I believe in you. <laughs> Flo Millie shit. <laughs> All right. 
All right, one the fourth question, the, the final question, the most important question, not just that we asked the podcast, but in all human creation, William Shatner, uh, thespian, equestrian, singer, we're going to give it to him. He's going to do a William Shatner version of one and only one of these two songs. Mike the Snare, which one of these songs must be shat upon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this hurts. This hurts. <laughs> Because th- here's the thing, like, in my my mind is saying underneath the tree, because that just feels like the one that he would gravitate to more. Yeah, he but would, you don't want to give Shatner anything, do you? No, no, but no, <laughs> but it's like, if, if we're talking about, like, what's funnier, like, what 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 scenario would bring me more joy in life? That's what Christmas be, is supposed to be about. Okay, then it's Santa Tell Me. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, I guess I guess it's yeah. that one. Yeah, it's I, funnier. I do want to hear... Uh, William Shatner beseech Santa to make her, <laughs> his man fall in love with him. <laughs> Boy, when you put it like that, it sounds ridiculous. I, I love it. I love everything about this. I don't see any flaws. It's a 10 out of 10 no notes from me. All right. Well, now we've done that silly thing. Uh, thank goodness the next part is listening to uh, the listener comments where the actual intelligence comes in. Todd. All right. Jazzy SPF writes, these songs are trying to be the next retail store standard. As such, I will not vote until I have heard each of these to the point where I hate both of them. That hmm. point will come very soon. Again, if, if I'm in a retail situation, if I'm in a, well, retail situation, yes, grocery store cannot be more clear about this. That's where, that's where everything is. That's where you find out. That's where you separate the wheat from the chaff. <laughs> Christmas right. style. Yes. Franco Del Rosario writes, Once at a family gathering, my cousin put on a Spotify Christmas playlist, and when Underneath the Tree played, someone asked my cousin, Wait, did you not pay for Spotify Premium? Why is there an ad playing? (laughs) Wow. I can't tell if that's an insult or like the greatest compliment you can give. That's a burn. That's as bad as a burn. Yes. All right. And Nico writes, Hey, Ariana, Amy Grant called. She wants her riff from Baby Baby back. Shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, snap. It's so true. It is It is kind of true. Baby, baby, something around you. I actually don't know how that song goes. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. Yeah. I remember it. I can see it. I remember that that adult contemporary Christian rock All right. of the, of the early 90s. I listened to it. Maybe. Joseph Bergeron writes, or Bergeron? Sorry if I mispronounced it. Joseph Bergeron writes, since when did Christmas become Valentine's Day? Christmas is all holidays. Yeah, yeah. but I think that like that that's always been the case. Christmas music is very often, it's about one of two things. Uh, Jesus or getting laid. Take your pen. Yeah. Yes. I can't think of another... Well, actually, no, I could think of like, I want a hippopotamus or Dominic. Chris, yeah, there's, there are a couple of really weird ones, but that's part of why they stand out, right? Yeah, like, exactly. You know, Sufjan be singing about uh, putting the lights on the tree. Yes. Put them on the tree. Mm-hmm. Put them, put on, them the on the tree. tree. Sorry. <laughs> uh, go ahead. What else have we got, Todd? All right. Noth writes, listen, I find Ariana attractive. I find tiny women I could lift and carry easily attractive. Oh, gosh. But- <laughs> But there is a line with Ariana's persona where her standard playful pop star sexiness rubs up against her tiny pixie appearance that hasn't changed significantly since I watched her on Nickelodeon and I start feeling uncomfortable. 
Santa tells me run. Santa tell me rubs up against that line a, a lot, especially if you watch the music video. The lazy person in me, the laziest time, <laughs> but my my greatest it's album. Um, She's dancing around with people in Christmas pajamas. Okay, yeah, sexy Christmas pajamas. But I'm gonna tell yeah. you, whoever wrote this can stand alone. I've already I've said enough about Ariana, and I please please Ariana stands. What are they called, Todd? <laughs> Arianators. Please, yeah. please, please let me live. <laughs> well, that reminds me. Did you guys know she put out a naughty version of it recently? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. by recently, I mean, like the day that we are recording this. Oh, like, God, yeah, that's right. Oh, it was really recent. Yeah, because it's only like two lines are different. Yeah, it was like something like you can unwrap me under the tree or something like that in the bridge. Yeah. I don't I, It doesn't seem like a super necessary uh, addition. It was like, man, I love Santa Tell Me, but it could stand to be a little sexier. She couldn't oh, yeah. believe that that Kelly Clarkson song seemed more like BDSM than uh, <laughs> than her thing did. She was like, that shit can't stand. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Eric J writes, I'm a Kelly fan, though. I'm not sure what we're called. Lol. Like, that's that's a that's a that's going to kill it. Like Ariana has the Arianators and Kelly has what? She's that's the problem. She uh she came up at a time when stands didn't have like team names. That's always going to hamstring her. Yeah. yeah, she's pre she's pre Twilight. I feel like Twilight's the beginning on that where oh. you're like team Edward or team what, <laughs> yes. what the, whatever the other guy's name is. I'm old. I don't remember. Taylor. Uh, I mean, like Twilight is old, so I know, but not, not, not anywhere near as old as me. I can't believe I assumed it was team Taylor because of Taylor Swift. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's name is Taylor, but he plays the character Jacob. Oh, okay. That team Jacob. But I was yes. close. Kind of close. All right. Dip Dop writes, underneath the tree makes me feel like I'm trapped in the home de- home decor section of a TJ Maxx and surrounded on all sides. I don't see the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that sounds like pretty good holiday plans. That's it, baby. That's yeah. the way. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> It's Christmas. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be in the TJ Maxx regretting every second. That's Christmas. It's what Santa would want. That's right. (laughs) Poor Santa's been dead for years. Don't you care? (laughs) That poor ghost Santa can't affect anything, can't do anything. It just wants you to suffer, please. Right. Qualifiers writes, when I was a kid, I was annoyed by the number of songs about romantic love. There are so many other great song topics in the world. Now that I'm an adult, I understand better why songs are about romance, but listening to these two songs reawakened my childhood indignance. Chris is about family, presence, peace, and, and Jesus, if you're a religious. It's one of the least sexy holidays. And the fact that most modern Christmas songs are about romance just feels wrong. Thoughts? Thank you. Next. Yeah. <laughs> hey! 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 <laughs> All right. Joel Thomas writes... Boo, and did not elaborate. That's fair. Yeah, understandable. We could have had a really short podcast. All right, and finally, Kevin James writes, I guess I have to give Ariana credit for making the first Santa please give me permission to bang this guy song I've ever heard. (laughs) That's actually funny. I, for the longest time, when I first heard the song, I think she, I thought she was specifically singing about Santa Claus. Like she wanted to, not she was she wasn't asking Santa for a guy. Santa was the guy. Uh, yeah, kinky. Wow. I guess. I yeah. don't know. 
on Vixen. See, I, I, was, I was making noises that could have gone in any direction. Yeah, You fair. took it that way, and yeah. that's on you. Yeah. It wasn't for long, though, that I corrected myself, though. <laughs> I got right with myself and the Lord. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that was a ridiculous episode. Are you ready for the results? Who do you think won? I have no idea. None. Zero. I'm going to say Ariana. I don't, right. you know, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll take Kelly just for just, just for the sake of it. All right. For a total of 400 to 243, that is a 63 37 split, almost two thirds. Christmas will be underneath the tree this year. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson wins. Wow. Damn. Gosh. Uh, I'm surprised with that because I, I don't I like that song. I can't believe that but, there was any kind of, you don't expect there to be a sweep on these. You expect a lot of, huh? I mean, it's a solid win, yeah. It's a pretty solid. People really love that Kelly Clarkson song, and I just don't get it. I don't. People love that Kelly Clarkson. That's all. I, I do get yeah. that. But she's I also, very, people love very, Ariana, she's too. very approachable. Yeah. People ask, might ask also her about not her divorce. like Santa Tell Me. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, like, Ariana is the homewrecker in this. Uh, oh, uh, gosh. Yeah, Ariana's, <laughs> maybe Ariana's stock has dimmed a little in the, the wake of controversy. Who knows? I, um, I don't. Mm, 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 mm. Once again, I've tweeted about Ariana, and I'll never do it again. <laughs> oh, did the Arianators come for her, you once? Yeah, her her stands are doing just fine. There's they're plenty in number, <laughs> and they're very quick to tell you that you look like you're an 80 year old witch and to kill yourself. So you know, Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, Christmas isn't canceled. Just you. <laughs> really, is me. They're bringing it back. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, that was fun. If you like our stuff, you can watch Mike the Snare on his wonderful YouTube channel. You can watch mine. You can listen to our the rest of our podcast. You, If you want to give us a little Christmas gift, you can go to our Patreon and donate us a little money, which we always need. We always need. And if you do that, you get to heal, hear all our bonus episodes. Uh, I had someone like arrange them and put them in a good, convenient list for you all to, to, to listen to and watch. Oh, nice. That's very yeah, so that's something that's, I've been meaning to do for a bit. That's very sweet. So you can listen to them did all that, one by thank one. You. Uh, and also, sometime next year, the three of us, along with one other person, are, are doing a, a podcast. So that's the thing to look forward to. Are we allowed to yes. talk about the fact that that happened? Is that okay? Or are we not? Uh, yeah, to l- l- look for us on Pop Heads. I don't know what that Main is. Main Pop Girl. Main Pop Girl is the Main podcast. Pop girl. Main Pod Girl. Yes. All right. I like the idea that someone was like, do you want to be on a podcast? What's it called? Doesn't matter. Sure. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. And um, thank you. What a wonderful year it's been. And as we close it out, one last one. You ready? You ready, Lena? Just because uh, we were well, talking about it. I'm very curious. Do we, are, are we doing another thing? No, we did it we're already. Doing, we're not doing it in 2023? Wow. We did it in the middle of the year. I, okay. I, and this and this year sucked. This year sucked. So unless you want to talk about disagree, the one right wing country song versus the other right wing country song, like I don't. Well, think if I'd, that's the only thing you're putting on the table, then all right, fine. But all right, just because like we were talking option. about it, we were talking about it last bonus episode. We're going to be doing Rapture by Blondie versus Genius of Love by the Tom Tom Club. Uh, oh, Damn, I think I know which one I'm going to pick, but I, I we'll have to see. Yes. That's exciting. That's going to be a good one. Not very Christmassy, not very New Year'sy necessarily, but sure. All right. See you then, everybody. Bye. Bye.